0: Lauren, I feel so gross. I have not been to the gym in six days. I look pale. I just feel... Uh, stop. Oh,
1: Please stop. Okay. You are being very unkind about yourself and to yourself. I am. What if I said that to you? How horrible would that be? What if you said to me, Nicole, you're so gross. You you're gross. To- what if I said, Nicole, you're so gross. You have been to the gym. You look so pale. <laughs> horrible. I'd get a new friend. Yeah. So come on. This week is all about being your own best friend.
0: I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Laura Mishkon. And this is Self-Care Club. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women.
1: Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week, and report back to you on the results.
0: Will it actually improve your wellbeing or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. We are taught from the beginning of our lives to be kind to others, to do what others want, be polite, please others, and especially for women, this message has been driven into us to always care for the other person. But somewhere along the way, we forgot about the importance of being kind to ourselves. It was as if the world forgot to teach us about being kind and thoughtful to the most important person in our lives, ourselves. Let's face it, most of us, if not all of us, do not offer the same kindness of compassion to ourselves as we do to other people. And if we did, where would we even begin? Well, that is what we have been exploring all week. Elizabeth Gilbert writes in her best-selling
1: book, Eat, Pray, Love, that one day she walked into a building in New York City in a hurry. She was dashing towards the elevator when she caught a glimpse of herself in a mirror. However, she didn't immediately recognize herself. Instead, she thought... Oh, look, I know her. She's my friend. Gilbert moved towards her own reflection with a smile, ready to hug this person when she realized that she was looking at herself. Later, she remembered this incident one day when she was in Rome. She felt sad and alone, but thinking of that day in New York brought her some comfort. She was journaling and she wrote the following at the bottom of the page Never forget that once upon a time, in an unguarded moment, you recognized
0: yourself as a friend. Powerful. Yeah. Isn't it? So, uh, Lauren. Yes. Instead of doing like the normal studies and research that we normally do in yeah. practice, I wanted to kick this off by playing a game. Oh, I love your games, Nicole. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, good. So, clubbers, yeah. I want you to play along, please. Okay? I want you to please join with us because this is going to be quite a powerful little practice. Ooh. So, sit quietly yeah, or just tune in to what I'm saying, whether you're driving the car or walking the dog or in the gym, whatever it is you're doing, just try and just be with us with as little distraction as possible. Okay. Lauren. Yes. And clubbers. I want you to think about one of your closest friends mm-hmm. or perhaps one of your sons. Mm-hmm. Just think of someone who you love very, very dearly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes, mm-hmm. tune into that person. Yeah. Imagine yourself with them, mm-hmm. feel their energy, hear their voice. Think about all the reasons that you love them and really let yourself sink into it. Now, imagine that person makes a mistake or messes up in some sort of way. Maybe they fail a test or said something they shouldn't have said, and they are telling you about how bad they feel. What do you say to them? I would instantly forgive them okay in a
1: heartbeat i would tell them that it's fine okay don't worry about it everyone makes mistakes we're only human yeah and if it's a test that they failed or something that they were beating themselves up about i would
0: just say it's all a learning curve you can try again next time Nice. And it's fine. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And now think of that same person mm. and they're just having a bad day. Yeah. Struggling, feeling low, mm. anxious, mm. or they're really upset about something. Yeah. What do you do?
1: I would give them a hug. Oh. I would make them a nice meal or Aww. a cup of tea. Oh, that's cute. I would bring them a bunch of
0: flowers. I would just do something... To cheer them up. So you would show them kindness and understanding. Compassion. Compassion, support, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. So we want them to know that it's okay to feel low, it's okay to mess up, it's okay to be having a bad day. We want them to feel loved. Yes. Because we love them. Yeah. And that's what you do with someone you love, right? Yes. So where are we going with this, Mrs. G? Well, I think you can guess. Right. Lauren. Yeah. Now, yes. clubbers, are you still listening? I want you and Lauren to turn this same exercise back on yourself. Mm. So just think that you have made a huge mistake. Mm. What do you say to yourself? For
1: fuck's sake, Lauren!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Literally like that. Well, you would scream at yourself. Out loud. Would you? Yeah. You'd actually scream at yourself. Yeah. And would it stop there? There would probably be a
1: big explosion of for fuck's sake, Lauren, and then some mutterings. Like...
0: Fucking stupid idiot. Oh, so you'd be really nasty to yourself. I would do a bit of, yeah, verbal abuse. Clubbers, are you with us? Would you do the same? Be honest with yourselves. So what about when you're having a bad day or you're feeling low or you're feeling stressed or you're feeling anxious? How are you with yourself when you're in those modes? Um, mm, Not good. Same a more. bit more self-abuse
1: okay. with a gin. Can you call that self abuse or self medication? I don't know. Self sedation. That that yeah. self sedation. Okay, and more self abuse. Like what? No, I'm I'm calling that like instead of doing something nice and kind for yourself, just abusing your body with a gin. Okay, and well, she's screwing her face grumpy and. No, I would want to punish myself.
0: You would want to punish yourself. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how you want to give your best friend or your son a hug Mm. and love Mm. and support. Mm. And when it comes to you with the same scenario, you want to punish
1: yourself. Okay. And now let me flip, flip, reverse it and say what would happen with you. What happens when you make a mistake? What happens when you like drop something? A full mug of coffee on the floor. Oh, fuck's sake, shit,
0: I can't believe it. What an idiot, you're rushing around, you shouldn't have done that. All that shit. Do you
1: say it out loud or in your head? Because I actually say it out loud. I would
0: say for fuck's sake, out loud, 100%. And then what would happen is my 11-year-old would parrot that back to me. Right. So that's always nice. Okay. And then would you... So then I feel even worse because I've done bad parenting because I'm swearing in front of my 11-year-old. I'm so over that. I think children know I swear and just get over that shit, basically. Yeah, but then they swear.
1: Yeah, but... There's worse things. I'd rather they swore than smoked, for example. <laughs> Depends who
0: they're swearing at. You don't no, want they can't at swear. A teacher.
1: At anyone.
0: They can't swear at anyone. So they they can swear at their brothers.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I'm I saying. Know. So so there's a lot of beating up about that. All right. And then if you're having a really, really bad day, do you take that out on yourself? Or do you? are you like, listen, I'm having a bad day.
0: I'm just going to be kind to myself and have a nice bath. It really depends on where I'm at. Sometimes I'm kind, but a lot of the time I'm like, come on, get on with it. You haven't got time to do this. What are you feeling sad about? You've got no right to be sad. There's a, all of that. Right, You've got no right. You've got no
1: right to feel the feelings you're feeling. Yeah, always. Whose voice is that? Oh, well, that's mine. It's a yeah, horrible inner but critic. whose voice is that? That's what Kate, our therapist, always says. She says, when that voice is in your head, whose voice is that telling you, you're an idiot, you haven't got time for this?
0: I don't think... It, it doesn't come from my parents okay. or anything like that. I can't say that it's an external person that I can remember. Mm. But I've always felt that I've always been very fortunate in life and I've always sort of you know, I've always had healthy relationships. I've always had a nice job that's paid. I've always had a roof over my mm-hmm. head. Like I've never had any big, thank God, any big tragedy or any big issues. And there was always like my peers around me, not always, had just dealt with some really big life stuff, yeah. which I haven't really. So I've always felt like, oh, well, someone's always worse off than me. So you have no right. Yeah, always. Okay, It's a massive voice of mine. It's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I totally get it. It's not remotely helpful. And if one of my best friends is having a bad day, I'm like... You don't call them a
1: fucking idiot and say that they have no right to feel like that. Oh, my God. I'll pull their socks up and I, get over it and get a grip. I would never say that to somebody. Uh, but I would say all those things to
0: myself. Yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah. And can you imagine if we did speak to each other that way? We'd have no You'd relationship. Have no friends. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have no friends. No. So,
1: can we have a brief talk about why it is important to be kind to yourself. Is there actual science behind this? There's loads. There's loads
0: of research. Come on then, bring it. Well, I haven't really gone into all the studies and the research and everything else because I think anyone listening Mm. would understand of how it is important to be kinder to yourself. And Mm. of course, it's going to cultivate a better relationship with yourself. Yes. But there's many, many benefits. Yes. It improves your mental health, Mm -hmm. improves your relationship with yourself, improves your relationship with others. It helps your physical health because you're in a better mindset. So Mm -hmm. you've got more energy. Less energy is taken up berating yourself. Mm -hmm. It improves your concentration. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, because you've got more headspace. You'll be a better learner as your head is clearer to consume the information. I thought that was amazing. You'll be a better listener Mm -hmm. because you've got, again, more mental clarity. Mm -hmm. You'll be a better friend. Yeah. You'll be a better person. Yeah. And the big one, you will be a better sleeper. You will sleep better if you're kind to yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. because you're not tormenting yourself all the time Mm -hmm. so yeah so that's all the reasons of why you should be kind to yourself and I hope that that little game that we just played and I really do hope that the club has played along I really do because I think it's very powerful and it touches on something that is just so prevalent Mm. of how different we are with other people than we are to ourselves yeah so do you want to say how we actually went about a week of being nicer to ourselves. A week of being your own best friend. Yeah. Well, we we kept it really, really simple. We did. We did. You can probably
1: guess there's many ways that you can show up and be kinder to yourself and we could list all of them, but we're not going to list all of them. And we Um, do list a lot of them in a lot of our shows anyway. Yes. But here's a few ideas in case you're struggling to think of some. You could try daily affirmations if you're into those. Yes. You could try making some time for yourself. Big one not selfish it's not lazy necessary it's just kind yeah <laughs> you could try eating your favorite foods these don't have to be kale chips it could be something no one's favorite food not is kale chips. so healthy and that's okay or it could be something that you feel is really nourishing and good for you and that's also okay yeah just something that that you feel is you being that will kind give you joy to yourself whatever joy it is that you need yeah. in that moment you could be with people that you love. Yeah, you could celebrate yourself. You could give yourself a high five. That's a brilliant one. Like
0: we've already done. And if you haven't listened to that show, go back and listen to it because it's a great, it's a great way of celebrating yourself. Yeah,
1: but we don't, we don't want to overwhelm you with stuff. So we just want you to start right now. Don't make
0: excuses for why you can't. Yes. Start. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Do the honors of how we chose ourselves this week how we chose to show up for ourselves how we chose kindness for ourselves what did we do because in this whole barrage of information and it is just an endless well yeah we're just gonna simplify we became our own best friend for a week we did oh she said that with such a big smile so when we were beating ourselves up for
1: doing something or not doing something when we looked in the mirror instead of saying you fucking idiot which is tempting, or something nasty about our wrinkles or our thighs. Instead of doing that, we said, if this was your best friend looking in the mirror and being this horrid to herself, what would you tell her? Or if my best friend could see me right now saying all this stuff to myself, what would they say? Yeah. And follow that. Yeah. So, shall we give an example? Yeah, go on. So, let's use your week last week when you had COVID.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You you do it. You give the example. Okay. So, yeah. oh, I felt awful last week. Yeah, I hadn't put any makeup on. Yeah, I hadn't got dressed. Well, why I, would you? You weren't leaving the house. I wasn't leaving the house. Yeah. I barely put a fucking bra on. Yeah. And every time I looked in the mirror, I'm not joking. Yeah. I was telling myself, "You look like an old fucking hag." Mm. How rude is that? That's quite rude. That's so rude. <laughs> yeah. Quite unkind. Really nasty. Imagine if I turned around to you and said you look like an old fucking hag. I mean, I wouldn't be delighted. (laughs) (laughs) No, nor should you be. Um, I also told myself, and this is a big one of mine, that I wasn't allowed to rest. Even though you had COVID and were not allowed to leave the house. But I wasn't very ill. No, but you still
1: weren't allowed to leave the house. So there were not that many options open to you
0: no but because I then here here's one yeah because I was like oh well you're not ill you don't have a right to rest who are you to rest you're right. fine you've got a cold get over it okay it was all of that shit. very good example so if if this is the case what would you tell
1: your best friend if your best friend was sitting in your house saying that to you all of that you've just said to me if your best friend was saying about that herself. to you no, about herself about you to you you haven't got time to rest
0: who do you think you are you're so lazy and you look terrible well, she would never say that. Right. I'm saying it to myself. What she would, if I said that to my best friend, yeah. she would turn around to me and say, uh, You've got COVID, mm-hmm. chill out. Mm-hmm. You can't leave the house, mm-hmm. be kind, mm-hmm. do something nice for yourself, mm-hmm. eat some good food, mm-hmm. run yourself a bath, and just relax. The world can wait. Right. That is what she would say. So, you get it, clubbers? You get it? What we're doing here?
1: <laughs> Being your own best friend
0: horizon
1: studios let's go further
0: yeah so come on how did you feel going into the week i had to take a little look at the ways
1: in which i am unkind to myself Mm. and as we have discussed before very recently in fact in our high five week i have a very harsh inner critic she is austrian (laughs) her name is helga she is one mean i thought she was the one that you
0: used for support She's just basically a bully boss. Okay. okay. I thought Helga was the more encouraging part. She's of encouraging, you. but also harsh. 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 That's the word that kept
1: popping up this week. Harsh. Harsh. I am harsh on myself. I am harsh on my appearance. I am harsh on my standards. I like things just so. I will bully myself until those things are done, and I really do bully myself. Give us an example, if you don't mind. I have to have the whole house done. I don't mean cleaned and mopped floors and hoovered, but I mean every bed made, every bit of laundry done, every sink like hung up, folded, in the cupboards, the dog walked. Every single room and every single chore that is a daily chore has to be completed. Otherwise, I have failed. It's a failure.
0: Which has to be completed by a certain period?
1: Yeah. By the end of the morning. What's the end of the morning? Like 11, 10, whatever. Whatever time i What if it isn't? What if you've
0: got a meeting? Then I've failed.
1: Then I have failed. What if you've been at birth
0: all night? Mm.
1: Then I will come back and do it all before I go to bed. This is what I'm saying. I cannot let things slide or let the standards slip because then I will beat myself up. And yet, and yet, I would never expect this shit from my best friend
0: or anybody else, right? So if you walked into your best friend's house and the ironing hadn't been put away, would you care? No. And some of my friends,
1: some of my best friends, are quite messy people, naturally. And they live in quite messy homes. And they apologise to me a lot. In fact, it's often the first thing they say is, oh my God, come over but don't look. I I can't tell you how many times I hear that. But most women say that. Do I ever say it? Yeah.
0: I said it to you once. You said, do I ever say it? Don't get defensive. I I said, yes, you have said it. When have I
1: said it? You said it the other day when I came over. But it was an, an anomaly wasn't it, that day? And you were like, oh, this is your kitchen messy.
0: Oh, it was so annoying. Because you said, don't look at the mess, my house is a tip. And I would said to you, I replied back saying, I can't wait to see your house a tip. It was not a fucking tip. No. You, and you were like, well, I tidied it up. I tidied the kitchen up. But I... You just got back from holiday. Yeah. But I don't care when it's not my house. I don't care. I'm not judging.
1: I'm not walking into anyone's house and judging anyone else by the standards that I hold up to myself. So this week was about trying to be a little bit more accepting of myself as an imperfect human because I am a very imperfect human and just stop being so endlessly critical nice how did you do it I'll play you a voice note go on then (laughs) I had a really late night last night, completely unexpectedly got home at half past one in the morning on a school night. I mean, I never do that. I was out with my best friend for dinner and we just chatted and chatted and didn't realise the time. So I had about five and a half hours sleep, got up this morning, went into the bathroom, looked in the mirror and just went, fucking hell. And then I thought, no, that is so unkind. Imagine, like, saying that to your husband or to your best friend when you looked at them first thing in the morning in that way of, like, (laughs) disgust and horror. I thought, that's so cruel. Okay, I do look fucking horrendous, but that is not a kind way to speak to yourself so I washed my face and then I decided to be a little kinder to myself whilst I put my makeup on and I did it very carefully and I took my time and I had to leave the house to go to a meeting this morning and when I finished I smiled at myself I felt like a bit of a twat and said good morning to myself in the mirror I thought that was a little bit kinder than how I'd begun the day It was. I literally did that. I was like, good morning. Because that's
0: how you would greet your best friend. Yeah. Or maybe you'd say to them, good morning, you look lovely today. Yeah. Or, good morning, I love your... Het. Or if it's me and my best friend, it would be like, fucking hell, you're not slept. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you're saying it to each other, we're not using
1: that example this week because that's just mutual unkindness. No, it's just, it's banter. I know, I know, it's I know. Loving banter. But so so there you go. There was a little example. It's a great one. Thank you. I'll give you another. I'm frazzled. It's not been a bad day, it's just been a bit of an overwhelming day. I had meetings all morning. Uh, There's loads of podcast stuff to do. I didn't even get a chance to do a proper walk with a dog. And I'm just, I'm fried. I'm overwhelmed. And then it was compounded by a full afternoon and early evening of just shepherding children back and forth and coming in the house and going back out. Can I have a lift? Can I have five pounds? Can you take me here? Uh, Then at half past six, I was faced with starting a roast dinner, making a crumble, peeling potatoes. I thought, Lauren, B a little bit kind to yourself. What would a friend do? So on the last of my journeys, I diverted to the supermarket. I did something I have never done before. And I bought a bag of frozen ready-made roast potatoes and another bag of frozen ready-made Mediterranean vegetables. I say it in a slightly dismissive way, because if you know me, you know that I like to cook from scratch. And I bought a pudding. I've put it all in my oven I am now sitting down with a glass of wine, feeling like I've just saved myself a good half an hour's more standing up and cooking. And for bonus points, I bought myself a bunch of flowers. So how about that for a little bit of self-kindness? Fabulous. And do you know what? No one gave a shit. No. That I had not peeled those potatoes myself and put them in goose fat and... Does anyone them notice? No. Literally no one. No. 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 Did anyone say, Mummy, did you spend 40 minutes peeling this Mediterranean vegetable? No, they just ate them. Yeah. No one I'm just impressed they ate them. No one gives a shit. No. Why do I do this to myself? I know. The whole world is opening up to you, isn't it? If my best friend said, Oh my God, I'm feeling really overwhelmed today and I'm really frazzled, And I would be like, Go and buy some shit in the supermarket and put it in the oven. Do yourself a favour.
0: I wouldn't judge her. I did do that a couple of weeks ago. I bought a ready meal for both the kids. Yeah can't remember the reasons why just didn't have time did to cook you judge them. yourself totally mm. I got them a ready meal of a splittable nose I've never done that in my life and if your friend said oh my god I've just I've
1: done the worst thing in the world I've bought the kids a ready meal for dinner what would you say to her
0: oh, don't be an asshole. You, that's <laughs> totally fine <laughs> don't be a dick don't be a dick as Eliza would say <laughs> yeah. it is fine and they will survive and you've got your mental health comes first is what I would say yeah so wow I really that was a real eye-opener for me yeah amazing I actually felt guilty I know proper guilt I can imagine but it's ridiculous you also see from a different perspective that it is ridiculous to have to feel the guilt you don't have to choose the guilt you can acknowledge that it's there and yeah. move past it but it's this is all stuff I put on myself yeah there's no one saying to me you must make a
1: crumble now even though you've been in and out the house 16 fucking times this evening yeah. no, no one it's just me no. so they go and then there's one final one for you I got to school a little early this afternoon, and I happened to walk past one of my favourite kitchen shops, and they happened to have a sale on, so I had a little browse, and there was this gorgeous dish that was in the sale, it was really reasonable, it was a great reduction, and it was so nice, and I knew that I would use it lots and really enjoy using it, and I thought, come on, be a little kind to yourself... Why don't you get it for yourself as a present? You're the one that's going to be using it and cooking in it. And why not? Come on, a little
0: self-kindness. So I bought it. There you go. I'm so impressed. You actually even bought yourself a gift and a bunch of flowers all in the same week. I did. And I bet you love it. What, the flowers and the dish? Yeah, I do. I fucking love both of them. And I bet you'll always get joy from that dish. I will. Because it was about you putting your needs first.
1: I really did enjoy it.
0: I really did. Lovely.
1: And it wasn't even for a particular reason. I was like, why not? If you do all the cooking, why shouldn't you
0: enjoy something lovely to put it all in? I'm so impressed. A plus. Thank you. A plus, madam. Thank you. you. You did very well. Right, now to you. Okay, we'll start with the voice note. Okay. So I'm sat here. Everyone has gone out. One is at football, one is at drama club. And my husband has gone out to go and get everybody. And he's going to be out for a good hour. Now, I have sat here telling myself, right, you've got to do some work. You've got to use this time wisely. You've got to empty the dishwasher. You've got to make dinner. And I thought, what would you tell your best friend? You know what she would say? My best friend would say, you've been up since six o'clock. Why don't you sit down quietly for one hour, put on The Real Housewives and just enjoy yourself with the peace and the quiet. And you know what? My best friend is right. And that is what I'm going to do. Good. Yeah. I sat down. Yeah. The dog came straight up on my lap. Yeah. We had a cuddle. Mm. I watched 45 minutes Mm. and it was delightful. And then I got up and I did everything that needed to be done. And it got done anyway. And, And you had the 45 minutes to sit down. And I had the 45 minutes to sit down. Yeah. And also, everyone ate dinner at exactly the same time. Yeah. Like, what is this? The world didn't collapse. What is this? This this need to always have to be proving our worth and doing something productive. It's such rubbish. I don't know. It's exhausting. Well, I'm so done but, but with it. But we
1: exhaust ourselves. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Where is it coming from? I don't know. Anyway, mm. I had a bit of a situation this week. Right. With my neighbour. Oh. Yes. So they're doing building work next door, which is fine, but we have had a few disagreements Mm -hmm. about it, but they have all been settled. Mm -hmm. They did have to be settled through, legally had to be settled in terms of like party wall agreements and all of that. So it's been a
1: bit stressful.
0: It was a bit stressful, but we have all decided just to, you know, we are living next door to each other. Let's all just be grown up about it. You get on with what you need to do. We'll get on with what we need to do. Okay. Anyway. And we haven't seen, she sent me a text last week to say the building work is beginning. I said, thank you very much Mm -hmm. for letting us know. Mm -hmm. That was it. Okay. Their builders are very nice. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Okay. Just giving you a bit of backstory. Right. She sends me a text message. Mm -hmm. I was in the middle of covid so, I hadn't gone out of the house for four days and I was climbing the walls a little bit. Not a massive excuse, but I'm just throwing it in there. Okay. And she told me mm-hmm. that my dog was basically being a bit of a nuisance with the barking. Right. So, the text message was, the dog has been barking early in the morning and late at night. It's disturbing my children. It's not okay. It's been going on for months and you need to figure this out. Right. So... I was a little bit snippy back okay because she was quite snippy with me or that's how I read it okay anyway so I sent a message back saying I apologise for the disruption it was a one-off basically saying like you can stick it I didn't say that right but it was a very abrupt fuck you message okay I really didn't need her telling me that my dog was a fucking nuisance Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. Anyway, Mm -hmm. that was that. It didn't sit right with me all day. Okay. I then started to beat myself up about the fact that I had been snippy. And what I should have just said was, okay, don't worry, we'll sort it because they're my neighbours. Yeah. Okay. I then get a, there's a ring at the doorbell and it's another neighbour. Oh. Another neighbour. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, to her, look, don't come in. I've got code." Yeah. She said, okay, I'll just stand over here. I just want to tell you. And she was really sweet mm. and she was really nice. Yeah. And you could tell that she really did not want to be delivering this message. Yeah. She's like, your dog is barking at all hours. And I'm just telling you it's being really disruptive. And I'm so sorry. And I really didn't want to have to come over here and tell you. But it's kind of got to the point where it's not manageable anymore. <gasps> so mean, I've now had two people telling me. Having your dog slagged off is like having one of your kids slagged it's off. It's worse. Yeah, it is a bit it's worse. Because they
1: can't talk back. No. No one wants to be told your dog's an arsehole.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and my dog
1: is a bit of an arsehole. She can be
0: a bit of an arsehole. Right. Anyway, so obviously I then thank you very much. Mm. When I sat down at the dinner table, mm. I am now mortified. Of course. I am now yeah. sat in a total shame spiral. Yeah. And I can't get out. Yeah, of it, no, okay? I, I
1: I really appreciate
0: that. Because yeah. not only have I been told that my dog is a fucking nuisance. Yeah. Oh, and then she said to me, Oh, yes all the neighbours have been talking about it. Oh, no! So everyone... and Everyone's bitching about your dog. Yes, but no one knew whose dog it was. And then this woman who was on my doorstep very kindly told them that it was our dog, as well as my neighbour. Oh, God, the shame. Yeah. So the neighbour is now involved in this whole thing. Right. So there's shame everywhere. Yeah. So I'm now like, oh, my God, you shouldn't have sent the snippy text message. Mm. That's what happens when you open your mouth, Nicole. You shouldn't have done that. Mm. This whole thing. Mm. And then I remembered... Yeah. Oh, I'm being my own best friend this week. Yes. So what does she say about the whole situation? I'll tell you what did happen. I called my best friend the next morning. The actual person. The actual person. And I said to her, I gave the whole, and I can't go with it. And everyone's talking about me. And I was like, totally freaking out by this point. I'd gone to such a bad place. And she said, Nicole, Mm -hmm. you have not left your house for five days. You are over-dramatizing this. All you need to do is text back the neighbor, apologize for your message yesterday, and the whole thing will go away. Yes. And that's what I did. Great. It took me all day. But I sent her a message saying, I'm really sorry about my message yesterday. Mm. I didn't appreciate how what a nuisance the dog was being, but someone else knocked on my door. Um, I promise you that we will get it sorted and we'll be much more mindful from now on. And you really can't argue with that. And I really got myself to a point where she was right and I was wrong. Okay. Rather than blaming her and all of that stuff. (sighs) Did she respond? She did. Yeah. She responded with, "Yes, all the neighbours have been talking about it," which I thought, just Nicole, leave it. <laughs> that wasn't a very magnanimous. It wasn't response, but it doesn't matter okay. because that's not my stuff. Okay, that's her stuff. Okay, and she I, was just going, "Yeah," I, and it's not just me; it's everyone, and I'm totally validated in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. But I'd done, I'd done what I needed to do. I apologise. Yeah, you did your bit? I said sorry. Yeah. I said I was wrong. And I really did feel a lot better about myself. And mm-hmm. then I put a message on the road group yeah. to say, I am sorry. Yeah. I didn't realise she'd been such a nuisance. Yeah. I promise you we will get this under control. And yeah. everyone wrote back saying, thank you so much. We appreciate it.
1: Great. Because when there's a problem and someone A, acknowledges the problem and B, says they're going to help try and resolve
0: the problem. There's well, no problem. There's no, there's no there's problem. No, there's nothing, nothing there's, to say. And we really have. And she Great. has really stopped barking. Right. Okay. Anyway. Right. So that was really my week. Okay. Should we summarise? Yes.
1: What worked? Just giving myself the space to realise that the things, <laughs> the things that I do that are unkind to myself are my own fault. I mean, yeah. am I just yeah. heaping blame upon blame and that's not really what
0: I should be well, saying? But do you know what I mean? It's actually res- taking responsibility. Like I'm my own
1: worst self-critic and actually no one... No one's setting these rules and these boundaries and these regimes. Just me. I do it to myself. And therefore, I can
0: totally stop. That's if I want to. That is the beauty of owning your part and taking responsibility for it.
1: all my part. I have
0: created it
1: and I therefore can dismantle it if I choose to. And create something else. And sometimes it's a little kinder to... Just not set such perfecting standards for yourself. Oh, here, here, sister. That's that's
0: that's what worked for me. What worked for you? Just having that constant perspective of what would my best friend say right now, mm. or what would I say to my best friend if she was saying this to me? Yeah, that constant perspective of something kinder. Yeah, was so powerful and so. Changeable. It changed everything in an instant, didn't it? Because when you're standing yeah. in the mirror and you're saying to yourself, I look like shit. Yeah. Like, okay, well, if I had my friend on my shoulder, what would they say? Yeah. They would say, you've got COVID, chill out. It doesn't matter. Just leave yeah. yourself alone. Yeah. And automatically, you're in touch with something so much sweeter and nicer and more supportive yeah. with yourself. Yeah. And that will create a much better relationship yeah. with yourself.
1: Oh, I'm just very entrenched in my inner critic. And I think would be quite a lot of work to really unpick that on a a day-to-day basis just to choose kindness for myself on a day-to-day basis I think yeah there's some like deep-rooted shit in there
0: well then this is a good exercise yeah because I didn't think at the beginning of this week that I was actually that nasty to myself but as it turns out especially when it comes to my parenting I am so horrible to myself
1: you're horrible to yourself about how you parent yeah
0: yeah, I constantly think I'm a terrible parent, and I know that most people constantly think they're terrible parents, especially mothers. But that's definitely something that I need to be a bit kinder about because my kids are fine. Yeah, even you know, if they get a ready meal once every two years, they're fully—they don't eat my cooking anyway, and they absolutely <laughs> oh, devoured the ready meal. They, you know, they're fully functioning kids. So, yeah, me pulling myself apart is not going to help me parent them any better. No, it's not. So there we go. So. The big question. Yeah. Is it coming in the club? Definitely coming in the club. Kindness, self kindness, being your own best friend, being your own cheerleader. 100 yeah, percent coming. That's in the a club. big thing. That's that's coming. It's, it's everything. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. That was episode two yes. of our self-love mini-series. Yes. We've got two more to come. We so do, they're big ones. Make sure that you tune in. And next week, you want to say what we've got coming up on it? show? Oh, will do that on the epilogue. Yeah, we won't tease it now. We'll tell you later on we'll Friday. Tell you later, so be back on Friday for more on this subject of how to be kind to yourself. Bye-bye.